My goodness. Uh, have we ever had such a large spread of scores, dude? That, that felt sort of a, a spread to me. Am I wrong? Very interesting. I don't think anybody breached. Nobody breached the seven. We did see some six. A lot of six. I think coverage, Scoots had people, a seven. People, I think I feel like Scoots does seven every week. Oh, okay. Well, I could be wrong. <laughs> there we go. Never Which doesn't make it not a seven. To be honest, right, to be I fair. suppose. Yeah. Well, that, it does make it a vote for seven. So Scoots I mean, does give a seven. Uh, does, and all the way low, it means less for sure. A low as low as a three for uh, for. Let's see who who was the three among them. Uh, DJ Stern dead three and some people off the top of four and four and a halfs uh, in there. So I, I was initially like, I think I'm lower on this show than the chat, but I don't know because the chat's sort of all over the place. So I want to, yeah, I want to give the chat like a five and a half average. No, yeah, five, 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 five. yeah, five twenty five. It's tough to say, Zoobs. Yeah, I think that's uh, some, I'm going to say an average of five point two five, but the largest spread we've maybe ever had. That makes sense to me. Yeah, I, I'm probably a four on this one. Uh, how about you? I feel like I feel like a I feel like I came in last week and said it last week was like the prototypical five, and I feel like right. this was better than that show, but not so much. I think I may be right in line with the chat. Five two five five and a half. Maybe maybe I'll go either way because they're like, boy, the, it's hard when when something really deflates your balloon in this. You sort of it can it can affect your score and stand out in the same way that if something gets you really hyped and it can affect your score for sure. I, there was like a I mean the, the tag team battle royal just took a lot of the wind out of my sails uh, in this evening where I was like I. Going cruising through, I was like, a lot of stuff I like on here. There's some stuff that I would just like, boy, is this still happening? And really sort of uh, cooling me down. So we'll see. We'll go through it. We'll see. Bobby Burritos. I mean, who's better than Bobby Burritos? Shout out Exploder Creative months. Club. Shout out Exploder Creative Club is right. Best shirts in the game. We so there get... you go. Where, where, where are you? You said four? You said four? Yeah, four. I, I almost felt like I could have gone lower at points, but we'll, we'll see. Because there were high watermarks on the show so i might be being a little crabby but uh we'll, we'll get into it a four for now and we can do a check-in at the end maybe this spread of the chat uh, sort of dictates that my take could be uh, more in flux than usual as well yeah second week in a row i believe where we're going with orange cassidy in the opener as he's here defending his all-atlantic championship against big bill I was pretty excited for this going into it, Zoobs. Uh I like the All-Atlantic title. I think I initially thought it was not needed at all on AEW. I think that it's largely been something that I enjoy. I think Orange Cassidy's been good with it. Uh, he's here, of course, with the firm's big bail. Important to note because he's here uh, with Stokely Hathaway. I think they look great together. Uh, Stokely Hathaway dressed immaculately, all black, a beret, black glasses. Looks fantastic. Uh, big Bill is strong is uh, what we're going with in this match. Uh, there was some Bill making like really obvious weight offense stuff. I thought in this match, it didn't ever really get to a high gear, but sometimes you just want to like stuff that you can will it somewhere. So I enjoyed this match because I, I like big bill in, uh, in places of importance. I thought these guys matched up in an interesting enough way. Where, where are you on this one? Zoo? Yeah, I think, I think with you, I think you're, I think you, I find myself trying to frame this positively because I'm a big bill believer like i just sort of like i want the flavors of big bill on my show every week yes, right i want the, right. the giant guy with no shirt who's ripped uh, i want that that sort of that works for me and i like orange cassidy it, it did sort of to me i had a couple of like things where i was just like i think this is why bill is sort of not quite the the thing that we want him to be quite yet and i don't, I don't think he can get there but i sort of you can sort of see the strings a little bit being pulled um that being said it was like it was what i wanted and i got it so it's like hard to complain too much about it 
Um, I sort of had talked myself halfway into like, uh, what if Big Bill <laughs> like becomes the All Atlantic Champion and sort of right. runs around with that for a little bit? But they're sort of sort of you have to wonder how would that would be different than what they've done with the TNT. And I do want to sort of I think markedly make those titles different. Um, so I like that. Uh, yeah. uh, all in all, a, a good opener. I think Orange Cassidy works in this spot. I think people like to hear Jane off the top of the show complaints about the championship coming out first uh notwithstanding i think it's like we've talked before that that first music cue seems to be important to them uh, yeah. whether whether we re reading too much into it or not it's like it's usually one of the biggest things on the show is is like what that first music cue is whether it was adam cole or whether it's orange cassidy whether it was cm punk yeah, uh danielson the acclaimed got that spot for a little bit darby allen got that spot for a little bit so uh hangman page um I think that's geez, almost most of the most of the opening matches for this show in over the last three years. You but, probably have said most of them. I think. Um, I think it's I think it's notable that, that that seems to be the role this month at least that that OC has been thrust into. And boy, it built, I mean, a lot of the show built around Orange Cassidy as the hero. No kidding. Uh, you sort of went on the stand for Orange Cassidy. I thought last week in a really nice way, talking about his importance to AEW as a company. And I thought uh, you just were really proven right on tonight's show, or at least the company sees what you were saying. This is going to sound like I'm insulting him, and I promise I mean it in a nice way. So, Brainiacs, let me get the full thought out here. But when I was watching um, Big Bill tonight, he reminded me a bit of Baron Corbin, where there's nothing really between the moves that I'm interested in at all. But when you're doing your moves, you look outstanding. The side slam, the one-arm stalled suplex from Big Bill, the deep six from Baron Corbin, the end of days from Baron Corbin. And so when I see a guy like that, and I'm shocked New York hasn't done it with Baron Corbin, ironically, they have with uh, Big Bill, this is a guy that just reeks of tag team to me. Like, him and Lee Moriarty, managed by Stokely Hathaway, is what should come of this, in my opinion. And tonight's match sort of laid that bare for me, where let Lee Moriarty do the large work rate stuff, let Big Bill come in, hit the three giant spots, let them be Michaels and Nash, you know, the, this, this kind of thing. I think they're already there. Not that this match was horrible with OC tonight, but I did think that Big Bill's limitations, especially, it's tough to not compare what OC's had recently, you know, the magnificent Wheeler Yuta match last week, um, with this being, and of course, your big guys aren't necessarily going to be your match workhorses and don't need to be. However, I just thought that a tag team with a Yara Moriarty would probably serve all parties here. Let me throw you another pitch. Please, Two oh. words for you. Happy Bill. Happy first name can be Good happy. Night, everyone. <laughs> happy Bill, as opposed to his current thing, which is where he's big. Which I believe Baron Corbin's previous thing was that he was a Baron. Um, some, <laughs> yeah, he was a some lord refute. of land. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh. Regality in his blood it was. The no, I mean, we've seen the evidence. Uh, big Bill as the big side of a tag team is like one of the most over things that we've had in the business in the last fifteen years. Yeah. So. Um, and I and I like Lee, and I would like them to get focused. And after tonight, boy, God, does this tag team division need a little help? So, uh, yeah, wor works for me. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not as sure if Lee Moriarty, Lee Moriarty is the other side of that, but I do think um, a tag team is probably his best. But with them already in the firm, they're, they're, sure, sure. they are I'm not saying he's the dream one. You could pick anyone in the roster, but it's given really obvious go-to pivot here. Like you don't have to do some big angle, any breakup, anything. You can just continue in this direction, and I think it will serve all parties. But I do hear you. Maybe not the number one uh, uh, B-side to him there. 
another cool spot he does is the the full nelson the master lock it still gives me PTSD. I, I grew up in a pretty physical household. <laughs> that makes sound like my parents. My parents have not abused me. They were amazing. My dad and I were rough, roughhousing, right? And uh, my dad, uh, you could almost call that his go-to move, the full Nelson on a young heat. You, you almost call that his go-to move. Master lock. Uh, tough to get out of when you're a young man. You know, as you get older, though, you go a little limp, start to work the leg. You get some force. But... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, absolutely. When I saw him shaking around OC tonight, I was like, he's looking like, uh, you know, me and the old man out there. Yeah, I gotta, I gotta sort of, I, I'm, I'm not far off from that with Sam. It's sort of working my, um, my power submissions, right? I'm used to, you're used to technical submissions. It's the power submissions, the, the, the cranium crunch, just squeeze his head. <laughs> cranium crunch. They should the body, call it that. The one thing I get, one thing I'm able to get right now is the body scissors. It's like I can body scissor them basically whenever I want. That makes sense. Uh, I love Dennis Dirtyworks' take here. Big Bill is Mr. Hughes. Uh, absolutely agree with that. Uh, that's a Jim Cornette client and sort of just suited up enforcer. I, I don't know how familiar people are with Mr. Hughes, but yeah, greatly appreciate the comparison and agree. He's Mr. Huge is what he's what he is. <laughs> we got to get off the Big Bill. <laughs> There's yeah, too much moving the fuck on. Um, I thought this was good, but not uh, great. Danhausen comes out to even the odds and to curse Bivens. Uh, he gets an enormous pop to Danhausen's credit. He's also enormously over on this show tonight. Yes, he is. Uh, OC does pick up the win with the assist and uh, defends his Atlantic title. And now we get to the second segment of the show, which 80% of the time means it's a John Moxley tape video promo. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that is true. <laughs> John Moxley often delivers in this spot, but I thought uh, by John Moxley's standards, this tonight would stand alongside his best in a promo um, where he says, I've said it before, I'm a sick man. Now, this is the promo that got him signed to New York. Yeah. Uh, Uh, this is the promo that gets him signed to FCW in New York eventually is the I'm a sick, sick man promo. It's his heel, twisted, psychopath, deranged, sort of much more mankind than the mock. And I won't really, he wasn't especially evoking that in particular tonight, but there was definitely like a psychopath intensity unhingedness as we went to Mox in the bloody stairwell. Uh, wasn't he fantastic here, Suits? I mean, it's a recipe that you make a lot because it tastes good and it works. John Moxley pacing around, bloody, screaming, screaming at the camera, and it ended up having more layers than you expected. Uh, that is the lifeblood of this company. No pen intended on the blood there. That's sort of like what this whole thing is built around. Um, so not surprised that it was delivered well, eaten up, and uh, I think heats up. Continues to heat up like a, I don't know, people their questionable excitement for the pay-per-view um, that I think you're you're you could reference um man let's you can hang man mox that's my that's most anticipated deal. match Texas yeah. death uh and big fucking mox here doing a great job of making that my most anticipated match for sunday's pay-per-view which we will be doing a post show for zoobs we will be here taking your calls on the pay-per-view the moment revolution ends it'll be me it'll be maddie the zoobs will probably be here for the front half hour of it it's always a great time on the post pay-per-view shows um this sunday after revolution um, I, I thought Mox was outstanding here. I can't consider this Zeus and consider this Brainiacs, if you will. The John Moxley ceiling might still have not been hit in AW. We, we haven't gotten a heel run. You you I could still. You're not going to knock the dick in the dirt, Hangman. Your dick. 
not gonna do it. People can kill her with his knock Your dick in the dirt. Um, I really just thought that think that heel mocks could be the absolute upper register for what we get him for. You consider all this run in the company, top guy, top guy, top guy, no heel turn yet. The every baby face on the roster yet. Uh, he's done, you know, baby face, baby face against hangman. And now BCC appears to be turning heel wholesale, but it just really works for me. And I thought this promo was a great sign of things to come. And I'm fired up for him in the hangar in uh, Texas death this Sunday. Yeah. Texas death. Carry on words. my I like the, way. I like the, yeah. I like the consistency. Me too. Man says it later too. It is just Texas death. We don't even need to say match. We get it. It's all it needs to be. Carry on my wayward son. The crowd yeah, I had to love crazy. this. They love to. They, oh, the MVP sweat. And then Kadosh! Here comes the House of Black. Interrupting this entrance. Slapping around the other. They had me on their side. I said, here's these guys. They've been on TV since you know what. They've been singing along with the whole new song. Finally, somebody's putting the boots to him. It's Brody King, Malachi Black, and uh, their friend Buddy Murphy. Uh, <laughs> they are there with Julie Hart as well. They attack the elite, and they take the belts off of them and do a visual where they stand tall, and then we go to commercial. Um, that That's fine for me. If that's what a House of Black, go home. I, we get a little more later, but, that, you know, this was good to me. I like the visual of them standing over the elite, and uh, cutting off the entrance is a good way to get booed. Yeah, absolutely. That's the House of Black should should do this versus sort of like mumbling, not mumbling, but like incoherent to me. <laughs> Dark room. I get that that's part of the allure that and they they get to do both. But you know, more this is what gets us hyped about House of Black in the first place. The them looking cool in low lighting is sort of the whole thing. Do you guys think that uh, Tony Khan saved any money by only playing half of Carry On My Wayward Son? <laughs> <laughs> I hope so. Yeah. <laughs> I hope so. <laughs> Um, yeah. Incredible saying since the trios belts effectively killed the tag division, AEW should start a quadruple division to kill off trios. I would recommend to Fruits a little story called the little old lady who swallowed the fly, my friend. A little story because you see zooms, <laughs> then you need the five belts. Well, yeah, yeah, and then you have a. I mean, once you get to the ten on ten, I think I think you're <laughs> you can probably retire the trios by then. <laughs> uh, who wins this? Says Maddie Mac. Matt. And I will be doing a full preview for All Out, or for rather Revolution, this Saturday morning on Ground Floor Zero. So I'm going to say my official prediction for that. I will give my pick for every match on the card. Zoops, do you feel like giving a lean here uh, between Hanger and Mox? Uh, I think Hangman. I think I think the I think they're gearing up for the top of the card Hangman thing. I think we're coming for that. And some unfinished business. Like sort of can go either way. There's some unfinished business with Danielson with where their series is, and well, yeah. Adam Cole. Adam Cole, sure. No, please don't. Get back to that one. <laughs> Adam Cole, get out of here. Uh, yeah, or or MJF, you could sort of you could you could spin him off as the as the good MJF's evil. Um, yeah, into it. Uh, Several so one saying Julia Hart is the leader of House of Black. She is. Uh, Ashley Kutcher saying Hall of House of Black and Elite should trade should do a Buddy Murphy Kenny Omega trade. I don't hate the sounds of that. Buddy and the, the young fellows running around? Like, yeah, maybe. Does Buddy like basketball? Does he golf? <laughs> the elite would. I'm going to say the elite would turn that one down. I mean, maybe not, I don't though. know. Maybe not, though. Um, Buddy's some, a cool some... name to some. Yeah, I think if your name's Buddy, you fit in with the elite. Great. Oh, Buddy. That's so funny. That's true. They, that is the they whole get thing. three months of jokes out of him being named Buddy. 
Uh, we do have some breaking chat news. Uh, Eddie Kingston in a promo quitting AEW. Might you want to pull that from play it? I'd love to hear Eddie, this. Eddie Kingston has quit AEW. I mean, it's on the AEW account and it's on AEW's Twitter. But he was. Uh, I've been interested in the Eddie Kingston online journey because that's sort of the only way he gets to have a character lately. He was like outspoken about the very idea that he had to be in the ladder match. Um, seemed really passionate about. Obviously, I yeah, I think it's a, yeah, it's. I think it's a work. Thank you, Scoots. Uh, appreciate it. <laughs> I want to hear it anyway. I, I don't care that it's... Here with Eddie Kingston, you asked for this time. We saw that it took at least 10 people to separate you and Ortiz during that ladder match. What exactly happened out there? I quit AEW. Pace. What? Well, so much ripping a work. That's as real as it gets. I mean, geez. What's AEW? So is that is that Eddie Kingston goes to Ring of Honor? Is that what that is? Yeah, it makes sense to me. Yeah. Sorry, Matt? Well, he quit, so he's probably leaving the company, right. you know. Well, yeah, yeah Ring of Honor, a different company, though. That's true. Well, we'll see. We'll follow the... I, I think the pay-per-view would be missing them this weekend. I'll tell you so that. That sounded, that sounded real, so that's all I'm going to say about what, what, what that to me. Z- you can call Z- it Z- what you want. That sounded pretty real. Zeus, I need you to co-host through this show, so I just need to tell you, it's not real. You you yeah. you can keep it. To, I because if you think it's really going to be devastated, you're not going to be able to continue. All I'm saying is, you try to do that at your workplace and see if they take it seriously or not. I'm not going to do that. <laughs> yeah, HR calling you very next thing it says, "Hey, we heard you quit." I was joking, you get, partner. <laughs> you got some you got some splaining to do. Is what I would say. It does look yeah. real. I agree. <laughs> it looks real. <laughs> uh, this doesn't sound good, says Danny Tarosha. Whoa. Eddie to Glee, says Thomas W. Yeah, that, that's more on the table than people might think, I suppose. I guess Eddie would go to Noah. Anyway, uh, ooh, big, big show highlight for me here, Zoobs, is AR Fox, the aforementioned Eddie Kingston, Action Andretti, who I liked your tweet today at VZoobs, just saying, Action Andretti sucks. Uh, he sucks, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, everybody. <laughs> Sammy Guevara, Commander, Powerhouse Hobbs, Takeshita, and Ortiz. In a face of the revolution ladder match with the winner getting a shot at the TNT title next week on Dynamite. Spoiler alert, Zoobs Powerhouse Hobbs wins this. I thought that was a fun choice. Uh, him against the winner of Wardlow and Joe next week. I hope that's Samoa Joe. Very hard match to talk about as there was a million things that happened in it. I'll ask you this. Who, who stood out to you in the match? One of the beautiful things about wrestling is its ability for one person to be completely unknown to you and then single digit minutes later you're like wow this person is truly a commander is true i was like this is truly unbelievable that i'm that this person exists and i i have zero idea of what's going on and it's just like i'm just like wow truly amazing some of the rope walk stuff the the uh shooting star press to the outside under the ladder as well as to catch i mean to catch every time the blue uh, thunderbomb the thunder oh my god the miss molly yeah, so those uh, would be think, my two, I would say. Uh, if the stock up is Powerhouse Hobbs, then I would certainly say Commander. You're right as well. Although I got to tell you, I see this guy and I know I don't like him. I'm, I'm I sure. never been so sure of something. I see him running around on top of those ropes. So I'm like, get down, you know? Uh, every time I see this guy, he's running on the ropes. Every Jeff, anytime, it's like, oh, Commander, you got to, I know what he's going to do. He likes the ropes. He loves being up there. That dirty dog. Um, I think I think uh, stock up powerhouse Hobbs, stock up commander. Uh, 
action and ready and free fall that falcon arrow now they didn't show a replay so I, I could be very wrong on this what i think happened is he goes to falcon arrow sammy guevara off the ladder but one of his own legs gets hooked in the ladder so he can't follow it all the way down so guevara's weight sort of carries him down while his leg is hooked and he just sort of releases like a half falcon arrow <sighs> not you know not the end of the world obviously but but not not great he just like not good at it you know yeah, so he's not. My, it's my big issue with the action. I just, I don't, you know, we got, it's, I got the like Jericho pick this guy thing. And it's like, all right, well, like he was, the, he he dragged Jericho Ricky back also, into a terrible. Jericho also bit. notably picked his wife. So that's true. true. Um, I, I, I mean this in 100% sincerity. I think the the Falcon Arrow, as I'm saying, it is actually like the least of his problems. <laughs> like, well, yeah, it I, does. I, yeah, without the fa- Falcon Arrow, I would still be like, "Action Edge really sucks." It was yeah, the, I don't need that to point to, but if I must, uh, I could. Um, that hasn't been for me from, from the start, from the very beginning. People were like, "Man, this guy in this Jericho match," and I was like, "Jericho choosing to do that is what we are excited about." <laughs> Anyway. It, yeah, not uh, not a winning performance for him. Is anyone in the chat into action Andretti, or is this uh, everyone's off the wagon at this point? I'd love a... Someone stand re- up. I'd love a replayed chat of the night that Action Andretti debuted and to get a... I'll raise my hand. I was I, I thought it was uh, an exciting thing, a good piece of booking. I think I said he looks like a very generic indie wrestler, but uh, yeah, yeah you, you definitely said this guy had zilch from go and have been proven correct. He's fine for dark. Yeah, I agree in that, and that I don't watch dark and don't. <laughs> and what are you really saying? He's fine for dark. Like, what are you right. really saying? That's right. On the on the on the on what will soon be the fifth best show they have. He's fine. He's not a standout. Yeah, he's, he's fine on dark. Yeah. Well, <laughs> might might explain everything. Might might have said it all. Um, action and Metty. Says, hey, my name is Will. Go, 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 got him. I said, uh, action Audretti after seeing that Falcon Arrow and his leg get all hooked in there. So said, Great Ow. show from Ashton Kutcher. Didn't even have a notably good Hey EW episode, which is like hard to do. Holy. Hard to do. RJ City brings it on those programs. Everybody has a good time over there on uh, Hey EW. One, two, three, skid. Whoa, Jay. Put them <laughs> in the ground. Getting the boots to this guy. Holy guacamole. Um, Guevara does do a wild swanton from a, a ta- or from a ladder to the table. Um, of course, there's a ton of great car crash stuff all over this match. I encourage you to go watch it. I actually thought this was a blast of a match and uh, exactly what you expect from this sort of smattering of people besides Ortiz and Eddie just brawling out in the middle of it and not being heard from again, which is just weird, you know? Um, yeah, the um, the uh, the very idea of this match sort of being booked, happening and paying off in the way that it does is sort of like part of the promise of AEW, right? Sort of like you want to point to what the lot, what the differences are in the shows. It's like AEW is not afraid to give you money in the bank on free TV, right? Right, exactly. And and this was that caliber. I thought it was a really fun, uh, high action. Again, this is if you're trying to show somebody something to get into wrestling, this is a great thing. Here's a bunch of different personalities all doing moves that match their personalities and interacting. Yeah, guy running on the ropes. I mean, who doesn't love that? Right? Matt's got me so hungry. And I don't see I love when a guy hits the rope. You're running on top of him. We're in a fight. <laughs> if, I, if I'm fighting someone and they're jumping up on something, running. Or I, 
Yeah, but okay, but imagine you're fighting somebody and you're like five feet below them and you and two of your buddies are like okay. arm in arm like staggering right then would it be a good attack to jump to jump at you from a height i think it would i'd be a fool to say no you you got me <laughs> I, i'd be a fool to say no that's that is true mama mia uh traction and ready wow they're all, all very good okay good work everybody um anyway at the end of the match Wardlow and Samoa Joe comes from commentary and Wardlow comes from the back. They both are doing the, oh, it's going to be me against you thing. Uh, two powerhouse Hobbs who got an enormous pop for his win, by the way. Um, Zeus, I was going to get to the first keep it or kick it of the evening to continue this. Do you want to jump in with a point here quick? No, let's, let's keep it or kick it. I think, uh, I think Hobbs is the right choice. It's sort of, would be my last, we've been, we've sort of, we want the Hobbs. want to see, let us see what it looks like. Let us, let us try it. Right. Don't, don't Crowd was there for it. it. Yeah. Exactly and he right. looked, and he had an awesome sequence with Commander, too. And it's like an archetype that everybody understands. You know, here's a yeah, giant have jack that, dude. They had that luxury with the fans in that, like, That's the true. fans want to get behind Hobbs, um, even if some of the homework isn't done. They sort of, like, want to – they want this. They want to see. It was the same thing with Hater. Like, we got behind her because we wanted to see what it looked like. We wanted this thing to move forward. We wanted it to go on. This is somebody that we are interested in. And he has that as well, so – I'm glad we are exploring it. Right there with you. But are we done exploring another gentleman? We will find that out here in our first of three Keep It or Kick It's of the evening. Of course, Keep It or Kick It, a segment where I pull a prompt from my wrestling brain, the name of the show, and give it to you, these oobs, and you, the Brainiacs, in the chat. And you must go over to your emotes bar because you're a subscriber. And you must let me know if you want to keep or kick that emote. Keep, of course, means you like it. Kick means you hate it. Zoobs. A one-word prompt. I feel like you always get excited for these ones. A one-word prompt, Zoobs. Keep it or kick it. This word, Wardlow. Keep it or kick it. 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 Keep it, kick it, keep it, kick it. Times for the word What are they saying, Mr. These Oobs? Give me some tough times for the war daddy ahead. Uh, Seven one says kick. Ashton Kutcher says kick. Scoots Brodo says keep. I am a habit. Thomas W say kick. Pace Valentine and Dirty Work say keep. JS six zero four says kick. Irish Mac twenty one says keep. Area Thrasher says keep. Other burritos Torvax and Tor Penderloin say kick. No clue what this is says keep. Danny DeRocha says kick. Hey, my name is Will says keep. Hi, it's me RL says kick. Maddie Mac says keep. Then J. Ig, C. Sapa, and Qui Gon Jin say keep. So some keeps sneaking in. Makes me want to say 65, 45. Makes me want to yeah. say, or 65, 35, pardon me. Maybe 60, 40. I was going to say 60, 40. Yeah. It's uh, closer to a split than I thought. I thought it was actually going to be more keeps. Um, so uh, I split, but not in the. I thought it was going to be a little bit more keeps. Kind of an easy kick for me, Zeus. 
Is that concerning? Easy kick. Well, you've been you've been down this path for a while. I'm not surprised to hear you say that. I hate being the guy who's like, oh, I'm so hot on this guy, and now two weeks later, you know, oh, who gives a fuck? Throw him out with the trash. But I see him squaring off there. It's like we got powerhouse Hobbs, and I went, oh yeah, yeah, okay. And Samoa Joe gets up off the desk, and I'm going, okay, okay, okay. And then I see Wardlow, and he's punching a bunch of security guards, and I, I don't go, okay, okay, okay. I go, all right. Mm. It's a, it's an interesting thing because I think when we had the Genesis, the beginning of the Wardlow experience, he was like, it was like, man, this company needs guys that look like this and move like. And, but now it feels like they've they've got a bunch of them now, right? They have they have Samoa Joe, the archetype of that style. They have Hobbs, an up and coming guy like that. They have Big Bill. They've been using Cage, Brian Cage, Brian K. That they have like, they have a half dozen to ten guys that. To varying levels of the your great value brand to your like, you know, e- extremely high end versions of it, they sort of have it up and down. And whether or not Wardlow has more in him to stand out among those guys is uh, is debatable. I think I would probably keep it still for for now. But I'm with you in that I don't know what matchups exactly get me hyped in the Wardlow possibility sphere. Wardlow needs to watch more Vader. More Stan Hansen, less Batista, less like big power taunt. I don't know. I, I feel like there is, if if he wants to tap into this aggression, I think I could get into it, you know, look at him. But I don't, I'm not, uh, nothing about his matches is getting me siced right now. Mm. And uh, if I'm not getting siced for a big eight minute, I'm the market for the sub 10 minute big right. guy match. I'm the person who will give those five stars. Uh, I don't know. I don't feel it with the war dog anymore. We'll see. We'll see. Hopefully he can find something, find some fire and pull this out. I don't know that the pairing with Samoa Joe has helped him that much. I don't know that that, that, no. that that direct comparison has done him many favors. I think you're absolutely right. I don't think I'd really put it together like that, to be honest. But yeah, I think when someone, this is the, the cool heel conundrum, right? Like when somebody is reliably entertaining like Samoa Joe is, there's a part of you, the audience, that is like, well, I don't want to not have that piece of entertainment on my screen. And boy, Wardlow feels so much less entertaining than Joe in like a, not subconscious, but like there is that at play too. I, I hadn't really thought of that, but I think you're right. Definitely is exposed, exposed Wardlow, exposed Wardlow. Choice. I'm having a tough one. <laughs> Thank you to our mod, Maddie Mac, for keeping this a racism, transphobia, and homophobia free place. Um... Let's hope the war dog can turn it around. I hope Joe wins on Sunday. Is it which belt is that for? Both of them? Just TNT. Okay. Thankfully. Yeah. How you can do Ring of Honor without Joe, right? Exactly right. Might as well call the freaking place Joe of Honor, as far as I'm concerned. Because <laughs> he was so important to the fucking place. J O H. Not bad. <laughs> Yeah, it's actually pretty good. Yeah, <laughs> one letter away from being great. Uh, Renee's backstage with Orange Cassidy. Zooms, this is—I mean—they're just—they're just pissing me off here. Uh, last week they teased the best friends winning the battle royale, and and they don't win. And I go, okay, what what's going on here? And then they say, hey, no worries, J Zero, we're coming for you with Gray Bull. Settle down. You're getting next week. Best friends get another shot. They're going to get another shot in the damn battle royale. And I go, that's actually kind of a clever, you want it more. They see Trent. 
this is actually maybe good booking by AW. We go backstage, and the be the best friends are not cleared to compete because they were mm. jumped by uh, Double J and uh, and uh, Lethal. Sons of bitches. When will Double J stop hurting you? <laughs> That's been almost, we're going on 20 years nearly, me and him. Disgusting. There's still there's people out there cheering. They're saying, oh, this, this guy's great. He trusts great heat. I love him. <laughs> this, is, this is real. This is a very common opinion. I know. I took a sip of it last week. <laughs> it's good, but again, I if you're you, Zoobs, I don't hold it against you at all. If yeah. you're anyone who, who watched TNA, shame on you. Shame <laughs> on you. Shame on you. You you come talking to Blake Murphy, you come talking to me, you 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 come talking to, to Chris Walder, to the people who are watching TNA to the end, and then you're going, oh, I, I love Double J. But to us, it's insulting. Right. I'm not gotten to. <laughs> I understand. <laughs> I understand. <laughs> this isn't um, what being worked looks like. I understand. That's exactly. Right. Um. I don't want him to get his ass kicked. I want him to not be on television. <laughs> I got you. Yeah. Anyway, best friends are not cleared, but uh, in their place, other best friends will be. It will be a Danhausen and Orange Cassidy, who wrestled in the opener with Big Bill, uh, is all wrapped up. And I think has a very cool moment where Renee's like, hey, Danhausen is very eager to do this. Are you sure you're up to it? And she's like, I don't care. It gets a huge pop. It's like a perfect character moment for Orange Cassidy beaten but there's like a fighting spirit thing going on with the lack of care i, I thought a, a nice throwaway moment uh for the character orange cassidy um but yeah i was fucking pissed to not get trent and chuck sorry what the fuck I'm like i was gonna ask you if if danhausen and uh orange cassidy win the tag belts does that that doesn't soothe any of the best friends never win the championships for you does it if anything it makes it worse I mean, yeah, it it it, it feels like uh, they're they're putting the, the carrot right in front of your face, but a little poison on the outside. It's it's like, oh, maybe you don't. Want nah. How hard would it be to just put it on Chuck and Trent, and they just they're super over? You just just let it happen. Sorry, they're not cleared. They look fine, by the way. They look <laughs> they look more cleared than Orange Cassidy. We, right. we can't get we can't get right. Who is these, who's this guy clearing cleared? people? <laughs> Who's this? Get another doctor. We need a second opinion. There's a guy currently receiving medical attention that is clear. <laughs> <laughs> oh, caramba, Zeus. Oh, caramba. Anyway, uh, we move on to Pretty Peter Avalon versus Chris Jericho. And I, I like the, the way they approach this match where Pretty Peter ditches the the haha. -ha, Sprints at him, shoots a double leg. He's all over Jericho for the first couple of minutes. Insofar as Jericho has to bail out of the ring, do a little chicanery. Um, I also, I mean, there wasn't a ton to say about this match. I'll say I also like that it's only a, it only takes a code maker to pin the the lower tier. Like I like that consistency when guys can pin with the signature against lower guys. But nice, nice showing for Pretty Peter though, right? Yeah, good love Pretty Peter, like a day one guy in this in this whole thing, sneakily. Well, you went for this whole thing, Wrestling Brain. Watching uh, AW Dark was the first That's thing we true. ever did. Uh, I don't remember even who his faction was. It was him, him and a. Was he was a librarian. Guy. Yeah, there was something going on. Lord he's a librarian. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's in the wingman for a little bit there, but yeah, no, I think uh, I think good for Peter getting on TV. Yeah, a crowd was into it. Um, okay, 
and this this goes for you too, Triple H. Okay, while well, I'm here. Wow. Uh, can we just get a gimmick bat? Real like these bat shots that Jericho does at the end to draw heat. Pretty Peter getting the starts out for the save. They just look so bad. He's not even connecting. He's like inches away. He's just like doing the jump stomp. Get like your your stings in the company. Be like, hey, Sting, how are you just walloping people with bats for for five fucking years? How are you doing that? And so, oh, Chris, thanks for stealing my gimmick. And all I did was get a hollowed out bat, dude. Yeah, man. <laughs> it's like it, it doesn't have to be so hard. These bat shots look horrible. It really did. Get a hollow bat and get a hollow sledgehammer. You're right. Mm-hmm. I, it, it doesn't carry the works. same weight. Doesn't carry the same weight when you're carrying it around. You, like a, well, like sure, a, but at least it doesn't make you look like an idiot who's never swung a baseball bat before. That is. Oh, the, I'm gonna, I have a bat. I'm gonna hurt someone. I better cover the top and do this because yeah, I have no brain. The... <laughs> doesn't carry the same weight. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> Oh, well, fruits is giving me a hit. Thanks. I gotta, I gotta calm down soon. I'm on one. I don't eh? think you do. I think you're onto something tonight. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I might be. I might be onto something. All right. Um, Ricky Starks is out. Crowd's pretty into it. Um, they promo for a little bit here, and it's JS are banned from ringside Sunday, but they're not right now. And uh, another Garcia attack. Garcia and. Uh, Guevara attack and beat down and uh, Hager beat down Starks even further heading into Sunday. Um, Guevara, or pardon me, Garcia. Garcia, not sure if this is new or not. When did he add the rock bottom to the arsenal? I love it. Yeah. Garcia he, rock bottom. Tonight he, was the first night I noticed it because he was like really doing it. Yeah, you that makes sense. I think you don't watch Rampage. So it was the the Guevara match was, I think, the first time he did it. He okay, he no bullshit has a cool rock, like a good rock bottom. Absolutely. Like it's a really good rock bottom. And I think he should stick with it. I love it. I love it for him. If yes. Uh okay. Hangman Adam Page is at a stable. Remember CM Punk called this guy a fake cowboy. So I don't was this even his stable? I don't. I don't know. Uh, Ranch, maybe. Yeah, could have, I well, could have just been a rental, you know, Who anything knows? really. I'm, I'm I'm not saying he's a fake cowboy. I was just wondering if he, he owns the stable. Uh, he says it's the finale between him and Mox this Sunday, which I hope is true for the short term, but not true long term because I love these guys together. Um, and I love what Hangman does here. He does a list of things you can't take from him and then a list of things he is going to take from Mox. And it's so much more leveled than Mox's promo earlier, but still very good. I felt like it was just a very nice uh, reflection between the two of them. You can't take his memories. They're already gone. You can't take his friends. They're already gone. You can't take my heart. It's already gone. But John Moxley, I'm going to take your spot. I'm going to take your aggression. And he goes on. I, I don't know. I, I, I was pretty into this. I didn't think it was as good as the Mox promo earlier, but I don't think Hangman is as good of a promo as Mox. So I thought like both these guys really were in their, you know, their A1 tonight. I, I like what both guys brought a lot. I do like what you said there about how it illustrates the difference and the difference um, since Hangman uh, won the second match the sort of, that they've been playing in where like he, he, he has an understanding now after having the concussion that like he gets he understands on a different level than he used to. Not that it's a gratefulness, but like uh, he doesn't need to scream his intensity because he's had he's suffered so much and come back and gone through it. Um, he's like a, 
it is thinking of everything in a different way right now. I think it's really neat to point out and sort of continuing the theme, like why he doesn't consider, and you talked about it before, like he doesn't consider Mox's win in the third match really worthwhile because he didn't beat him. He pinned him, but he didn't beat him, right? Is sort of the idea. Um, I think it plays nicely into that of like, he's he's really calmly approaching the, the Texas death, which, which is like a really neat way to go into it. Cold-blooded killer. Yeah, perfectly said, Zoobs, as always, my brother. Uh, I will only add that if we, if this is the evolution of Hanger, if he is going to be a bit more of the bend to hell and back, you're not going to shake me. Not, like, almost a Terry Funk vibe, the, the last Desperado. Uh, that's very cool to me. I don't know if he can, like, fully pull it off uh, outside of the Mox feud, but I definitely like this promo a lot and that energy. Yeah, Great stuff. yeah, I, I do like it. It's, it's a nice mix and a nice follow up to the championship energy he had. Um, remember, we, he felt leveled up, and then we yeah. sort of felt like he went missing there for a little bit. Um, this is a nice sort of product of that soul searching and that, um, you know, the journey through the Dark Order stuff, and now this journey through this Mox thing, which has felt, as he called it, a finale. It has felt like a like a season of his life, really, right? It's sort of like this is what he's been tied up with for the last little bit. It's affected him for months. The head injury and the and the different reasons for these fights these fights i thought uh i thought a nice evolution for him and a, a nice long it's been a it's been a road but i like where he is at now after some after some some questioning where he is some not so good parts some some things that you don't want to see as much um very happy with where he is now i would love if these guys decided to go to the opposite end of the pole as the iron man uh on sunday and they watch Shingo Tagaji versus Jeff Cobb or the rare time I'll praise Goldberg on this channel, Brock Lesnar versus Goldberg 2 at Mania. Um, just these nine-minute smash destruction. These guys are the epitome of dying to get their hands on each other. We've got 60 minutes of technicians around the corner. Let these guys main event and just tear each other to shreds. I don't think this is the finale. I think there's a chance of a double KO spot. I'm surprised we still haven't seen that in this feud, given what it's all about. Uh, given the rules of Texas death, I think that's very much on the table for Sunday. But one way or another, I hope this is these guys. Drink in the entrances, folks, because that's that's the most of us you're getting tonight. I think it could. they've done a lot of wrestling. They could really go hardcore here in a way I would love. Cool. Yeah, good idea. And now... Christian Speaks. This used to be a favorite. We used to call this Zoobs made on the show. Christian Speaks Zoobs. Uh, if we could throw back to maybe a year ago. But I thought yeah. it was great here. San Francisco, I couldn't wait to not come back here. What a great line. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't wait to not come back here for another 10 years. Uh, over my dead body, will Jungle Boy ever win a singles title? Uh, I've seen you do a lot of roll-ups and a lot of pins, but you're not the sort of guy who actually wants to beat somebody. You're not the sort of guy who actually wants to fight. Funny Zooms actually sort of mirrors a little bit what you were saying about the last feud there. Just like your father, you're a no-talent hack. <laughs> and then we cut to a video of Jungle Boy. He's at the graveyard, Zooms. Digging a grave. I, I thought he was digging up his father there for a second. Can I be honest? It was, it was a weird jump. It was a weird jump to have those two, to have that statement lead directly to a graveyard. It was, it yeah, was a weird jump. I couldn't have been the only guy who thought that, right? There was a moment. <laughs> 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 I 
Yeah, there absolutely was. There absolutely was concerns about that. I won't. Uh, I won't pretend. One of the best. One of the best timings ever. I did think he was beating the hell out of his father with, with a shovel. Uh, didn't like that visual. But in fact, he's digging a grave. He's got a gravestone up, Zudes, that reads Christian Cage. Uh, he says something about no rules, no anything. But gosh, do a buried alive match. Is that is there a chance on Rampage that becomes the announcement? I I could become into this all of a sudden if we get a buried alive match. Boy, that's a lot of gimmick. That's a lot of gimmickry for one pay per view. Buried sure. alive match plus a last Texas man's death. death plus the Texas death plus an Iron Man match. Yeah. That's pretty. That's yeah, pretty gimmicky enough. for. I would be into it, but I don't know where you're even doing the buried alive match. Unless it was doing it, you're doing it off site. Yeah, filming it. Yeah, maybe down by the Saturday. river. Yeah. What's the big river in, in San Francisco? The Pacific Ocean, I think, is the beer. Yeah. the One of the biggest rivers imaginable, the Pacific yeah. Ocean. Yeah. <laughs> the, the big river, some people are calling it. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, okay, this, this is still a little for, I'm a, you know, I was basically a zero on this feud heading in. I'm a little more into it, I suppose. Uh, yeah. Why does Chris make fun of other crack. people on the, on the, Christian should make fun of a lot of different people. Let's let's get Christian's leg stretched here and him antagonizing somebody else for a little bit. After Christian this. Eddie Kingston, let, let, let these guys spit. Uh, Tony Schiavone's backstage with Jamie Hader and Britt Baker. I don't know what's going to be sweeter, Tony says. Jamie Hader beating one bitch or beating up two bitches, referring of course to her triple threat this Sunday. Uh, it's her versus Ruby Soho versus. Um, Soraya, Whew. blanked on that for a moment. Uh, man, we we, we couldn't have done Hater a little better. I'm a little nervous on this match. I thought this promo was okay, and and uh, Britt really putting over Jamie, and you'll never touch this belt. But I don't know, Ruby and Soraya don't. Jamie can give us these matches we want. We just watched on the New Japan show, Mercedes Monet and uh, and Kyrie. Put on a modern classic. Like there's a style that Jamie Hader could tap into that I think we might get something we really like on on pay-per-view. And I, I don't know if Ruby Soho and Saray and a triple threat is putting her in a position to to win here. I, th- I mean, I think she's going to win the match in a much more literal sense, but I, I, I hope this can deliver. There's not it doesn't feel like there's a ton of heat in the feud, and I don't have a ton of faith in Ruby or triple threats. Yeah, the Saraya stuff's been a little been a little bu- uh bumpy, been a little wonky. Um. Yeah, I've been a little, uh, a little questionable about about the the power and the direction that we're getting out of this, and if it's helping anybody or if it's actually moved anything forward and done anything for the division. Uh, that's up for debate, and there's some payoff to be had here. There's there's some all of this hopefully does culminate in something that ends up feeling worthwhile. I hope that does end up being true. And I would love to be surprised, man. Like I would love for this match to cork. Um, but th- there's not that many triple threats like I feel to you. Um, yeah but anyway hook is out to take on matt hardy the show is safe folks <laughs> delete delete i'm doing this so is matt hardy the crowd's still into delete by the way the crowd is loving delete even against the hook <laughs> he's deleting hook who they love delete they were so over in 2015. You, you people who were there would not believe how over the broken Hardy Matt Hart, broken Matt Hardy gimmick was. You absolutely, absolutely, brother Nero, that crazy. Forget, forget. You're not wrong. You're not they, wrong. They signed like they WWE sued TNA for rights to get that gimmick. It was so over. Crowd still loved it. 
Uh, Hook is, of course, swallowed by Matt Hardy's enormous popularity in this match. No, uh, so Matt Hardy does a, a thing that's kind of different from other wrestlers now. He takes bumps on his hip instead of his back. Now, now you'd think, surely, that's worse. Uh, but when you're fighting Hook, gosh, there, there's two suplexes in this match that look absurd. They're like such good offense. And Hook was selling for Matt, too. This is next to the Lee Moriarty match, some of the more offense we'd seen uh, Hook take. I like this match quite a bit, uh, and, and the crowd was into it, for the record. Even though they couldn't decide who they liked, they were cheering for Hook on offense, then Matt Hardy's doing the 10, and delete, and, and the crowd's back with him. They love Matt yeah, Hardy. The, I mean, the power of delete, it's hard, to, it's, hard to, it's hard to trifle with, that's for sure. It absolutely is. Did, did you like this one as much as me, Zeus? Probably not. Um, <laughs> it sounds like you liked it quite a bit. Um, pretty forgettable for me, to be frank with you. <laughs> We are now two hours removed from me seeing it. I don't remember basically anything about it. Um, you don't remember Matt Hardy coming down on his hip? I truly do. I truly oh, don't. I'm, you should go back and watch. Unfortunately, do not. Um, Crunch. Well, I believe you. I believe you for sure. But I, if you would, if you would ask me to list out what happened in this uh, match, I would remember the the quick subs, the quick sub, and the fake fall would have been my two. Like, oh, we got him one, two, three. Matt Hardy's the new SCW champion. Sort of, but biting. I remember biting that fall, and then. The quick tap on the on the finish. Even that was cool. The the quick tap. He doesn't even. I mean, Matt Hardy's not going to his back. He's like, no, I'll tap to the red rum on my feet. No problem. <laughs> yeah, you slap that sucker. I'll I'll tap as it's going on. Don't don't you drag my back to the ground. Not doing it. Like that. That's literally why I assume he did the instant tap, right? Sure. Um, I don't know. I didn't even. Again, you're you're operating in a whole other wavelength. Well, that's because I'm across from the sword and shield, the, the chemistry storm, the ships that raises it all. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, almost at merch match, folks. One more segment. A House of Black promo. Okay, listen. I, I saw a lot of, uh, what are these guys talking about? They're talking nonsense. Listen, some of the times that's true, but other times I do feel like people are telling on themselves. I, I'm going to tell you what this promo was about because I, I thought it was very clear. They had the three belts from earlier that they had taken from the elite. And they said, listen, these are nothing but a symbol right now. We're going to leave these here because until we beat you, it doesn't mean a thing to us. But make no mistake, we will be wearing these. We will not be leaving these on Sunday in this same city, in this same arena. Uh, I, it's not the world's best promo, but I didn't think it was like obscure. I thought it was... We got the belts, but we know we didn't win them. You can come get them, but make sure to bring them Sunday, and uh, we'll see what's what. There you go. Translated. I you speak Brody King. You should, yeah, you should be on the bottom of the screen when these guys are on. I mean, these guys are on like a like a silent like an ASL. A little, you should be there. there. <laughs> <laughs> Press the SAP button to get Josh to speak this into. Do, do you know in Portugal? They got that on the TV twenty four seven on one of the. I channels. do know. I do know that. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. I always thought that was nice. I feel yeah, like you, something about the Portuguese. You're watching the you're watching the footy post match on mute and the ASL person right there. It's very nice. To Tony Storm versus Rio. Uh, nice to see Rio back. I thought. Um, yeah, she's got a big reaction from the crowd. I didn't think very highly of this match, unfortunately. Um, thought there was some cool stuff on the turnbuckle where they were sort of. Uh, teasing an avalanche storm zero i thought the rio like roll through stomp is always a really cool thing she's a good pairing for like trying to get tony across as a bruiser but i i just thought this was uh just fine tony soraya thing is not working i think we can yeah i don't want to wait and see where it goes i'm i'm pretty i'm pretty 
pretty close to calling it on that on that yeah thing. what what well sunday can be the test right if that triple threat's good no problem if that triple threat's bad and she's bad in it the Zeus come out here with a flamethrower well it'll be interesting it'll be interesting to see what sort of the result of the Soraya thing is is this like i don't know it, it, it'll be an interesting sort of temperature statement on 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 what the direction is and sort of what tony actually favors versus sort of what we believe that he favors and does because if he give, yeah. if he straps up soraya it's like okay some of this is not some of this but you know name it's about name recognition and not really exactly about the quality of work that we've seen since in the company so um we will see if, if there's some faith if there's some job I, I i don't think that's how it's going to go but you never know uh the three people in the match on sunday brawl at the end I didn't really like the match. We go backstage. What the fuck? Keith Lee and Dustin Rhodes are a team called Naturally Limitless. And you will remember that name. I won't. And no. uh, <laughs> and they're going against the Mogul Affiliates. I hope this is just a short-lived. Keith and Swerve feels like something I'm just dying to see. I don't need this to be a tag feud. Yeah, poor Keith. I'm not going to say poor Keith, but like the the... Keith is starting to get that thing that happens after a while where we do the like, how can this guy not be a star? And then they're here for a while and they're not a star. And we're like, yeah. yeah. Just like Keith <laughs> worked through Mogul Affiliates to Swerve Strickland. Like he doesn't need Dustin Rhodes to. Anyway, I don't know. Thought it was very weird. Yeah. It's, I don't know. Uh, the Dustin Rhodes, like, it's very Rampage. It's, it's obviously it was a yeah. promo for Rampage, but it, it, it's giving Rampage, as the kids say. <laughs> they are saying that. <laughs> uh, we move on. I don't know what you want to say about. I'll let you talk about this one series. I don't have anything to say. I hate this shit. Uh, Reynolds and Hungry, Claudio and Wheeler, uh, Roosh and Ten, the Lucha Brothers, Aussie Open, uh, the Kingdom, Are Your Joker, and the Butcher and Blade are out there. They're doing the 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 battle, the Casino Battle Royal, where everybody takes turns, comes in out in groups. And uh, yeah, OC and Danhausen win it. They eliminate the butcher and the blade at the end, and there you go. Boy, this really, this combined with the match before it, really felt like they just absolute hit the e break on any. Thank, I'll say the the pop that Dan hasn't gets for showing up, um, like basically saves the end of the show. Absolutely, it's I, I was like dead man for this. It was. And like, what's there to get into, man? Like. Rouge really? and Claudio had a fun exchange, which I imagine teasing something coming down the line for the ROH title. Very mushy. It was very mushy. Yeah. But that's the nature of these things. Like, what, what are you going to have all these guys do in a ring together? And long. Who it was long, too. Woof. I, I clocked this match. Now, I wasn't timing it, but I, I did clock it in an hour 20, this match, is what I have it written down here. I was one hour, 20 minutes. That's a long uh, time, dude. Yeah. What it felt like. Um. I just wish it was OC and Danhausen versus the Butcher and the Blade because I was into the end of that, even though the ending sequence with Danhausen wasn't like the smoothest thing, like to do the double elimination on Butcher and Blade. But whatever, like that would have been a perfectly fine match, and there's a million ways to set that up. Um, but yeah, everything before it, the Kingdom or your Joker? I feel like the Joker watching this when the big surprise is the Kingdom. Yeah, tough scene. Man. I, I'm the Joker, not the Kingdom. I am. Not good. I didn't enjoy this very much, which is a shame. I'm not as I don't think I'm as down on uh, battles royal as you, but I was like pretty soon into this. Like, woof! This is not. Let's get to the end here because I, you're like, what the hell is the main event tonight? Also, you're like, if, if it's just MJF talking, I'd rather have 
five or six minutes of that versus like we got like three and a half minutes of this last segment. And like, geez, get this home, fellas. And it feels like they did try. Like once they got past the a certain point, they're like, all right, we gotta speed these fucking entrances up. But yeah, just felt rushed near the end. It felt like it felt like it pushed the show into like we need to speed this up territory, which was not for its benefit. Well, yeah, and you could feel it, especially in the main event segment. But like, I don't know how we got here, man. Here's your match on Sunday. You think of the the somebody said off the top of the game might have been Dennis Dirty Work. I forget. It's like remember when AEW had this really serious tag division. Like, here's your match on Sunday. The Guns are your champions. Orange Cassidy and Danhausen, the acclaimed, great, and Double J and Jay Lethal. That's your four way. Like yeah. That's a crazy four teams to select to represent your tag team division. Yeah, it's, it's wild. It's wild. Um, With the, all the, the tag teams that they, they, they've had and had and could have, all the combos they could have. Orange Cassidy's a champion. Well, why does he have to be in this? Oh, yeah, because there's no... I, like, why? Why can't it be the best friends? Or or FTR? Or the Lucha Brothers? Or, yeah. or Russian 10? There's a lot of people... I don't know, man. I, I know it's 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 people like Double J and Lethal, but man, I'm just like not interested in their matches at all. And there's not a lot else here for me. The acclaimed and guns have interlocked a billion times at this point. Like, do they really need to? You know, you could have kept them out of this four way. Like, they have to be on this. I don't know. Yeah, it sort of feels like they have to find a way to get this on the card, and they didn't trust um, guns and acclaimed on its own sure. to be enough. To be a pay per view thing, um, which I would have been like, hey, you could just not have it. You could just not have it on the on the card. We we would survive without, you know. I know With you an Iron Man one. match, we would understand if you have a yeah, one sixty minute match. Do exactly it on, right. Yeah. This card specifically, I I would understand not having tag titles on it as much as people will people will complain about it no matter what. Um, yeah. If you're not ever gonna me. do it on something, the match that is guaranteed to go an hour, you can remove some long stuff from. Um, especially like you're doing a four way and this just comes down to my personal preference, but you're doing a four way and you're doing the trios titles on it. It's like, can I just get some tag wrestling? Like how many, how many people do we need in this? They're both going to be going for the same thing. House of black and the elite, not the same thing. I don't mean to be that reductive, but a traditional tag team match wouldn't be, it would be welcome on this card. I think, uh, but it is not to be, we get, uh, the, the acclaimed, the guns, OC and Danhausen and double j and j yes sir and now i didn't really get the end of this episode so maybe you you're the you're the canadian media legend you have a broadcasting brain in a way i don't you've been in the big leagues you you understand what it's been like what was going on here because they, they started showing what i assume is the countdown video that always comes out the fridays before the pay-per-view which i actually really like the those road two shows i think aw does a nice job on those so i assume this was just the opening of that which they played for two or three minutes maybe then brian danielson comes out he cuts a promo on mjf mjf gets some bleeping and then we uh, that's the go home segment did i did i mostly have that right that's pretty much it i mean i thought i thought pretty good fire from danielson i thought better than his normal but yeah i mean the choice here is you have literally you have three and a half minutes to get this in and out i mean it was like i'm looking at my clock and it's 9 57 when this but is when they're going countdown video great question i think they, they probably thought it was better i thought that was the that was the they had some good stuff they were really proud of in there i'm right. sure and then you know the only option that's is why to, i asked that makes a lot of sense actually 
Yeah, and I guess, I guess the only option is like Danielson leaves him speechless, which is like which never happens, right? MJF never happens. He doesn't have a comeback. He doesn't have anything. Yeah. But Danielson's got him dead to rights. I think that's sort of the only left, the only thing left, and we sort of juxtaposition of what we expect. The the tropes of this matchup have been subverted. I thought they did a good job in the package of sort of playing up. I think Taz was really good, mm-hmm. where he's like, I think MJF can do it. Like he's got, he, he is well conditioned. He is. Yeah, this is his opportunity. He can't wrestle for an hour. I think he can. Like that. That yeah. is good stuff. You're right. Um, I yeah, that's like the, a weird main segment, but it's it's fine. I'm more into this feud than I think anybody on earth. I think this is one of the best uses of a stipulation I can remember. Um, a 60 hour Iron Man is not my favorite style of match, but in the meta context of MJF tries to sell himself on scarcity, and now he has to pay that tax. He's going to go against one of the world's best in-ring wrestlers for an hour. A guy who has made it barren that he wants to expose him in the ring. That's that's a compelling wrestling feud to me that feels very New Japan, where it's like, this is a story, not an angle. This is something that is going to play out in the ring. And I'm really into it. I can't wait for Sunday. Yeah, it's gonna be. It's gonna be. I'm. I'm into this as well. Despite the early trepidations on, I think people will sort of get their backs up um, around the idea of a Iron Man match. Period. I think there's. You know, you, we, you saw some of the common complaints this week of people just being like, yeah. "Well, the end of the match, the only thing that, the only thing that matters." Then I don't have to watch the first fifty nine. So you don't, I guess. Like, no one's forcing you to, but it's a silly yeah, way to like a brain dead opinion though. <laughs> like, yeah, <laughs> anywhere thing that I know, the match length can't be good. Like, I hear this with two out of three falls matches, too. It's like, I'm just going to go encourage you to go watch Omega Okada 4. And and if you're like, oh, I just couldn't get into and do any of it because I knew that they were going to do a third fall. It's like, okay, sure. Uh, but I don't think that's what you're gonna, your takeaway is going to be. I think you're going to be like, yeah. holy moly. Um, yeah. Yeah, I mean, Briscoe's FTR did it as, as well as it can be done in terms of... Countless examples. Like, yeah. Um, that being said, you know, it is, it is, it is a tougher ish, uh, stipulation than, than, um, some of the others to, but if there's anybody that you, you have faith to put your hands in, Danielson is probably on a very short list of those guys. And as you said, I do appreciate the juxtaposition. I do think this makes a lot of sense. Um, this is a weapon and if MJF finds a way to, you know, get through it, it's a major feather in his cap and what has already been, um, you know, an interesting title run. I, I think there's a lot of different ways um, this can look really good for him and for them. Um, and I'm looking forward to it as well. I think I think an hour of a Danielson match and an hour of like the, you know, for all the critiques and criticisms of MJF, like him doing his homework is not one, right? It's, it's something that he does very well. Um, I expect him to have a, a, a great plan for the for the hour and for it to not be like a 12-minute long chin lock in the middle. Yeah, I, I think they have angles they can lean on. There's BCC stuff. Um, yeah, I'm going to be extremely interested to watch every minute of that match. Of course, the moment it ends. Get back here. I'm talking to you, Nasty Casties. You, you guys who you never want to come out for the real thing. Come on out. Be heard. Call in. Stay up late. Be tired on their time. That's what I say. You're going to get paid the next day. I'll be tired on your time. It's the damn weekend. Stay up with the double dudes. Talk about revolution. Uh, it's one of the best things we do on this channel, Suits. I agree. The hallmark, uh, then, the, the bedrock. The bedrock. That's exactly right. Uh, and then this Saturday, Maddie and I will be previewing all of revolution, top to bottom. Uh, that's this Saturday morning, ground floor zero, 10 in the west, one in the east. 